0: you're listening to the light forge podcast the key to unlocking your arena success with your co-hosts ADWCTA and Murps Welcome to the Light Forge this is Adbukta
1: this is Murps hello uh we are less than a week away from Diablo 2 that is so important here, okay? That is that very, is the very main important. news.
0: Um, that's it for the podcast. Thank you guys for listening. We'll be back next week with um Diablo 2 analysis.
1: All right, look, not much is happening in Hearthstone. People are waiting for mercenaries, they're waiting for the frogs to disappear from BG's. All right, every Twitch channel has leapers on there. Like the, the the amount of leapers getting spammed is astronomically high because that's what the meta is. Let's just talk about what there is to talk about. So first of all, for Arena, we have the leaderboards. Yay. They're out. They're out. Okay, let's go through and congratulate a lot of these individuals first.
0: Okay, okay. Before we congratulate them, <laughs> this is the leaderboards for July 1st to September 1st. So these are the leaderboards for the end of the pre-Stormwind uh, meta and the first month of the Stormwind meta. But they're like combined. So you just, any 30, it's, uh, 30 consecutive runs within that time period spanning two totally different metas.
1: Yep. Uh, Alright, let's look at North America, like the uh, the NA, or the Americas um leaderboard first number one we have judge with 8.23 numerically tied with language hacker who is also at 8.23 and language hacker addressed this like he's number two even though they have the same average wins which means that judge eked by by having more 12 wins uh, huge round of applause. I mean, numerically, they are tied. Uh, I think if you've been watching Arena at all in like the past couple of years, you know, Judge, we've had Judge on the show. It was kind of just a matter of time. I'm not taking anything away from Judge. If anything, it's just like, <laughs> we, we know how skilled he is. We know how much he plays and, uh, congrats to him. And congrats to Language Hacker who just dominates in all game modes. Let's let's face it. I've watched him a lot, just play Arena, um, the past like couple of months, and he is just as methodical. He is just as skilled in Arena as he is in Constructed and in All Wizard Poker. So, really, really like huge accomplishment to both of them. Congrats. Uh rounding out the top ten, we have Zamos, Good Luck, Randolph, Evan, uh, some boomer, like who r- no one really cares about threads. <laughs> uh Lee Siki, uh, Jumi, and Veritas. We see a lot of repeat players just reinforcing the idea that there is skill. It is not just all RNG. Let's keep on going down and uh see who else is here. Uh, you know, we see like Noganly, Akinar. By the way, if I miss your name, I deeply apologize. Uh only bad puns. I see him in Twitch chat a lot. Redbeard is here as well. Um Let's keep on going down. Who else? Uh Soleritas, I recognize just like people that when I have played, um, I see these names. Isherwood is here. Nice to see Isherwood back on the grind. Uh, Talril. And that is, that is it for, like, the top 100. I'm not going to go through uh, all, once again. Zeddy. Zeddy is there?
0: Zeddy's there. 92 at 6.7. And again, like, so uh, it's 30 consecutive runs, right? So some people try to go for the leaderboard. I don't know if Zeddy tried to go for the leaderboard, uh, but if you do 30 runs and you are above a 6.3, at or above a 6.3, you would be on this leaderboard because this leaderboard goes to 200.
1: Yeah. Uh, This is, it it just shows kind of like, number one how many people still do play arena and uh kind of what it takes nowadays to be infinite and be one of the top players it's certainly not easy Mm -hmm. like it's definitely definitely not easy yep all right uh this is i'm trying to find the oh yeah so (laughs) if we move to eu uh not a surprise to to anyone, but the greatest arena player of all time, Stan Udachi, number one again. I don't know how many times he's been number one. This is kind of insane. Like, you know, you have people who have been number one multiple times. You have people who have been in like the top five multiple times, and then you have Stan Udachi, kind of like the Wayne Gretzky of arena just like you know you have all these ho- hockey players they put up amazing stats and then you compare like Wayne Gretzky's stats to the rest of the field and you're just like that's not fair that's who he is uh, so look congrats on number one but by now we expect it so good job buddy <laughs> uh, but uh, with a 8.63 average he actually tied someone else uh, Ho Soki but eked by with more 12 wins that's that clutch gene uh i also see individuals like hibadino uh miss elbow language hacker on eu top 20 as well what a beast what a god just doing uh really good things there so congrats to everyone um on the leaderboards if you made it that means you played a ton of arena in which case i'm sorry but you also showed uh just a lot of skill um because the game is tough nowadays it's really Mm -hmm. hard not only do you have to go on hs replay and figure out the meta from there that's a necessity uh, but you really have to make these plays which differentiate yourself from everyone else who is just trying to play like these green cards and just not really understanding like what is the value of initiative what is the value of face damage these days and that's always changing that's constantly changing whenever they do micro just whenever a new expansion comes out so big uh clap 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 to everyone mm-hmm.
0: other people on this list i recognize from our chat we have dr stein who actually apparently still plays arena um skhr is on here jumi's on here those are the people that i recognize from our chat yeah maybe more i'm sorry if uh if we left you out
1: Now, uh, I think it is also important, though, to note, Judge did this for the last leaderboards, and he's doing it again. We're on Arena HS. He is trying to compile data to figure out why averages are wrong. You heard me Mm. correctly. The guy who was number one this time still realizes, because a lot of people are reporting this, uh, that averages are not correct. As in, it's not consistently or easily incorrect in a way that that people can solve. It's, It's not just like, oh, they cut off a day at the beginning and the end. And then people who used Excel sheets to track, they can just compare it. It seems like some runs in the middle for people are just not counting and they're just these random days and no one knows why. And you know, it's really funny. Because this has been going on... Well, it's not really funny for people to take it seriously. But you know, <laughs> if you're taking Arena seriously, I don't know what you're expecting nowadays. Um, the averages are just not incorrect, sorry, they're just not completely correct. As in, they're mostly correct. And people will be mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's off by like just a little bit. And if they... So they're doing kind of like guess and check where they'll take away a run and be like, if I take away this run, does it match the number? And they are trying to, you know, take away runs on the same day, on the same night, during the same time period. Right now, there's hypotheses going on. It's like, did they just not track during this, like, set number of hours when they did maintenance or something? It's, you know, it, it really dampens the mood a little bit when you have someone like Judge who just got number one, and I'm sure is very happy, but he is doing the Sherlock Holmes investigating being like, okay, why is everyone's averages slightly incorrect here? Um, I don't think you have examples of people who are like averaging six, but they end up with eight or they, it says mm-hmm. they, they have eight and then they end up with six. It's nothing that serious. But I also remember, um, when I got number one on NA, so this was four years ago, which is an eternity. If you remember lost in all of this, my average was wrong. It was actually yeah. a little bit lower than what I, uh, like what I had tracked I didn't understand well, it, but
0: I was just like, "These whatever. numbers have never been right." Even from the very yeah. first time the leaderboard came out, not a single time did people who were in on, you know, uh, top like vaguely on the top of the leaderboard even come out and was like, "Oh yeah, uh, these numbers are correct." Everybody, or there's at least been a high percentage of players who are on the leaderboards who said, "I track my wins, and it doesn't match every single time this thing comes out."
1: Yeah, I, I remember I was like, "Oh cool, number one." uh that's not my average. <laughs> that was never my running <laughs> 30 average. And you guys know for me, very easy to track. That month I did I think total 35 runs and I was just like this doesn't make any sense. Um it's lower than my my highest 30 runs and even if they had cut off. So I didn't get it, but I wasn't I don't know. Like how much complaining can you have when you're number 1, right? So I was like mm-hmm. whatever. Um but yeah so ever since then i remember i was like well, this isn't really correct uh and there's like it seems like every single time someone has a complaint someone who actually tracks and they're just like that's not it it's like you know they're off by like 0.15 or off by like just a tiny bit yeah we have yet to figure it out and blizzard is obviously not transparent with this stuff so
0: yeah i mean they can't be transparent with that they clearly don't know what's happening yeah so look Um.
1: congratulations to everyone who uh made it and who you know are consistently making it as well i really hope for just the like to further the validity of this leaderboard we figure it out right like i have i don't think anyone is doubting hopefully no one is doubting like judge or language hacker because if you just look at them you can tell how good they are but it really does suck when a lot of people are reporting these inconsistencies
0: mm-hmm. Yup. also interesting is that one of two things happened in this two-month period i guess either i didn't play 30 arena runs in a sixty day period, which is possible because I think I average four a week, but I may miss a week here, or like um that that number may go down or up. But I should be playing around like fifteen arena runs, excluding the Kubom, so that, that it's on my account in uh in this period. So either I just missed it, or I have below a six point three average win rate.
1: Wow, that sucks to which, suck, man.
0: If if someone wants to go through our our VODs, I think I'm way above that. So I don't know if and like if they don't count certain runs, for example, in the middle of a certain time period or whatever, but I'm, I'm just right on that line of uh of getting 30 runs over the course of those two that two month period. But I think I should have had more than thirty runs, like maybe like just a little over thirty. And I definitely have over a six point three win rate. So I don't know. I don't know what they're doing there. Maybe there's certain cutoffs on that thirty run, but I I can. uh, uh, there's, There's definitely something going on there.
1: Something going on. Um, something
0: there. going on there. Yeah, I mean, oh you guys yeah, see uh-huh. my my. You guys see me play the arena. There's no way my average is below a six point
1: no, three. There's no way. There's no, there's way. no, way. no there's way. No way.
0: I mean, it's 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 not that I only play the good classes or whatever. But even playing like not exactly all classes evenly. I, I think I avoid the ones that are like unplayable. Um, but even given that, like I, I'm above six point three, like fairly comfortably.
1: Well, you could also go back in your streams and do the investigating yourself.
0: Yeah, but that's, that's just so much work, and I don't care enough to do it. Um, but I, I also probably did not play a single off-stream run this entire time, so you could just... I think all the runs have been on-stream, but I do think I did 30 runs on-stream. And all the streams, all everything besides the coop, I would have done on my own account in North America. So, I don't know. I don't know if I like just missed the cutoff. I did like twenty eight or twenty nine runs or something, or if uh, or or if I actually am averaging such a terrible win rate, um, and I just don't I just don't know. Um, but we'll we'll see. If someone wants to do the math, I'd be really curious. All right. Uh, all right. So uh, that's the arena stuff. Now let's talk about battlegrounds. All
1: right. Look, battlegrounds. The state of Battlegrounds currently, many people are increasingly frustrated. Uh, It is a game in which people are real, because these these OP builds have been optimized, which means it's really, really tiring getting beaten by leapfroggers. Um, Like in every single game that beasts are in, it's getting tired. Getting beaten by you know like Cthulhu dragons, so we have nerfs incoming. These were leaked. These were leaked Mm -hmm. about three days ago. They seem very legitimate. Uh, So once again, they're they're not
0: just leaked; they're data mined. So they're literally already in the game. It's just that Blizzard could change the values again before releasing them. They could definitely not like official.
1: So as of Sunday night uh september 19th you know 7 20 pm this is what we know they could be changed don't hold it against us all right Uh, but these are the upcoming nerfs and then the buffs so
0: okay i'm gonna i'm gonna start okay with the one that everybody cares the most about the beast changes and we're gonna go by by tribe here sure uh because because this list is broken up in weird crazy ways so The Leapfrogger changed, the easy way out was taken, used to give a plus two, plus two buff, now is a plus one, plus one buff. That's something that uh, we predicted uh, last week was going to be the nerf, and it is happening. But in addition to that, there are other beasts being changed. We were hoping that Macaw changes, and Macaw did change, but Macaw's change was pretty much the the cop-out change that, that we mentioned was a possibility, rather than an actual change of moving at different tiers. So now the new Macaw is the exact same as the old Macaw, except it can't trigger itself, which it, that, that matters, um, given it matters how big you see Macaws uh, get. But it is not a fundamental change to Macaw. It's a particular fix to um, to to this particular kind of like synergy, which which is really the problem. Um, and on top of that, they also did a change that I was, uh, I did not think they were actually going to do, but they have moved reanimating Rattler up from tier four to tier five. And it's also gotten like bigger. It got, it got plus one plus one. It was a six two, now it's a seven three. But the more important part is that it is now harder to get reanimating Rattlers. So, uh, your beasts will be uh, le- less reanimated and reanimated later.
1: Uh, so those are the beast changes. Yeah, the Rattler was always too easy to get, uh, and I, I thought that was just so unnecessary for beasts. Uh, that like, so look, that that's decent. The McCall change matters for the builds that you see, as in the Froggers. But the thing with the McCall is that it this change only matters with frogs. And if you kill Mm -hmm. frogs for now, um, which, do I think this kind of kills frogs? Uh, In a huge way, yes, because the Mm -hmm. ramp up of frogs is slow now, which means it gives people a chance to kill off the frogs, deal damage to the people going for the frogs, and uh, that makes a huge difference, because momentum... Well, not only
0: that, they halved the amount of buffs frogs give.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, like, you building it up, your power in terms of like the pieces you need to collect in order for it to reach a certain power point and the amount of hits and death routers you have to go through in a battle for it to get Mm -hmm. to a point in which you're you know like you're ping-ponging these frog buffs off each other is good um it is it's really tough now like it's really really tough so frogs for like you know if they just leave things as is like this yeah frogs if not dead like you might They're see dead. it every now and again They're they dead. are effectively dead yeah they are effectively dead um,
0: you're gonna see it as like it's like a joke you know like someone forced frogs or something
1: yeah which makes the macaw change so useless because mm-hmm. this McCall change doesn't affect anything in the game right now other than frogs because the frog buffs can leap on Like, can jump onto the Macaw. And if you see, uh, part of the reason why the frog build is so powerful right now is, like, you know, even when they hit, like, a lot of things, and and it seems like things aren't going your way, but, uh, you have this one Macaw left. They still have, like, five minions left, and your Macaw, every time it attacks, it's now, like, 500-500. It's a thousand-thousand. 2000 2000 uh that doesn't happen anymore the mccall actually just dies but in all other instances when you're using mccall nothing really factors into this it's just frogs so like they kill Mm -hmm. frogs and they quote nerf mccall for frogs and i'm just like this effectively changes nothing with mccall and it just mm-hmm. sucks because it feels like they're doing something with McCall, but you're not doing anything at all realistically. Like, you just aren't. So, it, it's so disappointing to me. It's like the, that they're touching McCall in this way, but it's they're not, but right? But, like,
0: we didn't really expect them to do anything with McCall. Because they stood by Macaw through the big change. This isn't going to be the time to touch Macaw. They've already, like, kind of, you know, kind of put what the chips where they are, right? They've kind of already committed to Macaw in this kind of form. So we, we, we knew Macaw was was going to change along the edges for this one particular build for Frogs, which is exactly what they did. And like you said, right, given the, the huge nerf to Frogs, they didn't really have to touch Macaw even. Um, but, but they did just to make sure Frogs be dead-dead. Um, yeah, it's, um, it, it solves the immediate problem, and I think that's what they're aiming to do with this patch. I don't think this is the wider applicable patch, and that wasn't what it was meant to do, at least not for something like Macaw. It will also put this right out there at the very beginning. No no changes to uh, to to brand and no changes to lightfang. like these are not areas that they're interested in touching right now. They want to balance the tribes first, and then they want to expand into the wider, Uh, skills of of battlegrounds they just changed too many things this is what they have to do first okay so so frogs are dead now we'll actually see how good regular beasts are and keep in mind regular beasts got nerfed too because they nerfed the viper Uh, i mean the rattler Uh, so it 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 will be interesting where beasts end up landing the non-macaw beasts that no one was playing Uh, okay so uh, after that there are demon changes Impatient Doomsayer has been moved up a tier from three to four. So that is a fundamental change in Impatient Doomsayer. And on top of that change, with no stat buffs whatsoever, the Avenge keyword now requires four minions rather than three. So two huge nerfs coming into Doomsayer. Going up a tier with no change in stats and having Avenge four rather than avenge three
1: this is the exact one i talked about like this is exactly what i said last week Mm -hmm. right
0: this is exactly your like proposed nerf and i was like oh i don't think they're gonna do that that's gonna be really like hugely different right like hugely punishing to this card uh to the value of this card
1: um so here's the thing do i still take it when i see it on tier four yeah i do it's just it's still that good i i think that this is kind of where it belongs
0: wait what do you mean by you take it like you take it if you are going demons not just that you you, you take it and then you start going demons you can still do
1: that you can still do that but you you, you think
0: just, this card is still so powerful that it's a linchpin that you start going demons if you see this card in like let's say your first uh tavern of tier four despite like either oh, yeah. not having mm-hmm. any demons or just it, having it's, still, one demon. it's still it's still potentially that good
1: here's the thing if you had like Elementals before as in no taunt no death rattles let's say that right um then maybe I would pass it but no if you had kind of like you know some tokens um mm-hmm. you had some stuff which like you know just dies let's say you had two acolyte of kathoons uh, right like because uh, you know you were tearing up you don't have like the strongest board you didn't exactly have a direction you were just trying to figure things out. Mm-hmm. Nope. You're on Tier 4, you're like, let's see what it brings. You got this Impatient Doomsayer? Hell yeah, I'm taking it. I'm grabbing, uh, you know, the, the demons that this thing offers me. Um, it, it won't give me as much, like, but it'll still give me a, a decent amount of demons. And at the very least, even if I'm not 100% committing to demons, this is like an amazing econ generator when I still don't have a direction, right? Um, it will pay for itself in like one turn. At the very least, uh, plus more, probably. So yeah, it's still it's still great.
0: But you think you'll get Avenge Four to trigger twice? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff that generates other stuff these days.
0: Yeah, before your impatient Doomsayer dies, though. Yeah,
1: it's still a two six. Like six is a pretty key like break point, um, and there's like. Once again, you know, Acolyte of Cthulhu. That's just two bodies right there, right? Uh, there's stuff that just like generates like other bodies. Um, I think it's very possible. I think I think it's very possible. So I think
0: most of the time, if you get this as your first pick on tier four, or you know, not even counting tripling into it, just if you get up to tier four and then you pick this in your first uh, tavern you are not going to be able to recover. Like more than 50% of the time you're not going to be able to get it to trigger twice in the in the next battle.
1: I think you're so first of all, I'm not saying you pick it and you 100% go demons now. It's not like before. Right, right.
0: But well, I just yeah. mean like you won't even get the econ like up to that level. Like you'll you'll get the econ equivalent to getting one coin.
1: I'd say there's like a 50% chance you get one minion and a 50% chance you get like two
0: oh i think you're really overestimating what oh, your no. average board there, looks there's like a, when you there's get just a lot four. of stuff
1: that is uh like you know that like just leaves a token um spawns something else it's yeah like, yeah like, I, i'm not
0: yeah. saying you won't end up with eight things on the board i'm saying the eight things won't die before this guy dies because he will attack at least once on top of potentially being hit by other stuff
1: yeah you just put him at the end i so here's the thing you haven't played that much, right? It's like, I, I think you have yeah, to understand Yeah, but I know like what boards everything. look like
0: on Tier 4.
1: I don't like, know if
0: you do. I, I I think I do know what things look like on Tier 4, roughly. It's not like I haven't watched any Battlegrounds in, uh, since they Wait, did have? the update. Yeah. I You watch things? I watch things now and then.
1: Okay, who do you watch?
0: I mean... I, I just watch random streams that are popular on my on my watch list, right? So I watch some Victor, I watch some Slissa.
1: Okay. Uh huh.
0: I mean, I've watched some Dreads.
1: What? Well, first of all, what? Why, why why would you ever do that? I, this is just uh, people who are on my all,
0: like follow list. Okay. Uh,
1: se- second of all, this is this is extremely like earth shattering news
0: to me. (laughs) I didn't know you watched anything. I'm not not watching it a long time or something, but I know what these boards roughly look like. It's not like I haven't seen a tier 4 board since they updated it beyond the games that I've played.
1: Uh
0: Uh-huh. But anyway, we'll see what happens with Impatient Doomsayer. I'm gonna say, uh, my prediction is that this card will not be picked unless you are already going demons. And then it's still a worthy, uh, a worthy kind of, uh, generator and you should still pick it. But if you are, if you're not already going demons, I don't think it's powerful enough anymore, uh, for you to, like, take and then potentially start going demons. I think it'll be, like, kind of a, one of those things that you, uh, you skip more often than not. But we'll see. Uh, th- that's not the end of the demon changes, though. With that massive nerf to Impatient Doomsayer, there is a- another change, which is Cathrana Uh which used to be Tier 4. And before that, um, the card that it was replacing was Tier 5. And it is now Tier 3. So it's swapped with Impatient Doomsayer on Tier. And it used to give uh, plus 3 to all—plus 3 attack— to uh, all your demons. and now it gives plus 2 attack. And it's base stats used to be 7-5. It's base stats are now 5-4. Uh, but it still prevents uh, your, you from taking damage. Which is the important part. The uh, function of this card. So there's more of it now. You can find it more often now. Um, I like the change.
1: It's good. Well they wanted to move some power down. Uh, so if they're removing Doomsayer. to Not removing. But shifting it up. They want to shift something down malganis just keeps on you know just 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 keeps on moving down i'm I'm gonna keep calling it malganis by the way it's it's never whatever the thing you said was that's definitely not it but i'm just gonna call this little baby malganis baby malganis
0: not here that's exactly how it's spelled great kathra not here
1: baby malganis uh Provides a little bit of tempo, and that's good. I think with demons, they are the early tempo class. So giving them more of that option, I think, fits uh with what they are trying are trying to do. You know, grab that yeah. early slash mid-game advantage. So yeah, I I like yeah. it. I just I
0: like the consistency when you get down to from tier four to tier three. Because whenever you want to stop this whole hurting yourself self thing, you should be able to do that. Having that be relying on RNG was always uh, one of the like most terribly game designy things that I don't think they, you know, they did because they needed to use Malganus and that was so big that they needed to put it later on just from a tempo perspective. But now that they're designing their own cards, right, rather than using existing Hearthstone cards, they could do stuff like this. And I think tier three is a better place than tier four.
1: All right uh what did you want to go to next you're you're, you're
0: um, i'm driving this all right let's talk about um okay so we talked about the two nerves to the two big ones the third class from from last week's podcast if you were uh listening the third class uh that Murps had identified as a top class uh well third was dragons uh and they did make a change one change to dragons they, uh, change whelp smuggler. Whelp smuggler used to give plus two health upon, uh, each time it triggers. And now it's only giving plus one health, but the base is now five health instead of four health. So it gets like, so if you trigger, if you don't trigger at all, it's a tiny bit better. Uh, if you trigger it once, it's the same, but everything after that, it, it gets worse than it was before. So it is a, it is a, a nerf to whelp smuggler. Um, which kind of makes sense with what we were talking about the whole point of dragons and the whole identity of dragons in Battlegrounds as this like ultimate end game, like, uh, end game, uh, kind of tribe that should be beating pretty much everything, including mechs, which is why other, uh, cards didn't get nerfed. Um, but from the wealth smugglers perspective, They wanted to allow dragons to start a little bit early. And I think they saw that and they saw the power of it. And where you said you wanted to preserve it, the devs here clearly didn't want to preserve it. And this was the area that they attacked. So rather than attacking the end game for dragons and making it more balanced with other tribes, they just said, well, you know, dragons are supposed to be really insane in the end game, but it was a little too smooth. Like they went a little too far in creating, in smoothing out the early and mid game of, of dragons. So now, um, the uh, the dragons are like the whelp smuggler is still a great Unit uh, unit to have in that early mid game for tempo purposes, but it's not going to become that end game staple the way that it used to be.
1: It was uh, a second Caligos. Um yeah. Welp Smuggler was, you know, like you needed the first ghost to trigger, you know, all of these things. But Welp Smuggler made it such that if you had one Calagos, you had two Calagos. You know, this is your 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 second Calagos. Uh, and it was just a little bit too easy to get. And I, I understand the power level keeps getting higher. Single Calgos hasn't been good for such a long time. Single Calgos means death. You, you needed to get Single Calgos plus Nadina or Double Calgos and eventually into Nadina in order for you to keep up with everything else. But this was just a little bit too easy. And truly the problem was stupid Cthune is in the game. And that hero power and that specific interaction with Whelp Smuggler, it's just too easy. Like, Cthune was getting such easy MMR when dragons were in the game because they could just stay low, grab all the dragons, grab Whelp Smugglers, and get an insane amount of stats. So, look, Cthune can still do that. And it can still do pretty well. Uh, They definitely just, like said dragons in other situations kind of just suck now yeah
0: they they, they like tried they reinforced that right like that was the case and then they like fixed it and now they're like no we we don't want it to be totally fixed right like we want it to be not totally useless but still like significantly weaker than everything else
1: so look if you get it early on it's as in, the, sorry, the cow early on, and mm-hmm. you find a whelp smuggler, it could still be all right, uh, but you're and because of all of these other nerfs, um, you know, you don't have the frog build hitting you for a stupid amount of damage, uh, on like turn nine and just killing you like on the spot. But yeah, it's it's kind of a, it's kind of a shame because this was supposed to make up for uh the cow ghost mm-hmm. kind of like power relative to everything else and it's just been hit really really hard but that, that was always the problem you couldn't make something like this on tier two it's like you had yeah. to either make it harder to get or you had to make it a little bit harder to proc or something well, Smuggler, the only thing you gave up was that one extra slot that wasn't a dragon so like it was cow ghost. but it was worse because it wasn't a cow ghost right um but yeah it's so easy to get that it didn't matter so look i don't love this change as in i don't like where it leaves dragons right now i I, I think
0: they're going to do more changes with dragons yeah Um,
1: i I think there has to be
0: but uh it's interesting that this is one the direction where they went and two that they kind of purposefully crippled dragons you know like compared to well i mean they're never truly crippled because calico still exists um but they they kind of wanted to make sure dragons did not become the it tribe
1: it's going to be something else i think what they might be trying to look at is what is exactly the speed of the meta now that beasts have been nerfed and Mm -hmm. demon Demon. ramp has been Mm -hmm. nerfed right the speed of the game has changed dramatically Um, because you need to look at it uh, it, in these terms, because whenever demons were in, it's just like, all right, someone got an early Doomsayer, and that person pops off to some degree. Uh, And with these frog builds, everyone's going for it. Someone's going to succeed, and it actually doesn't take that much for a frog build to just really ramp up and do really well. Um, And then, of course, it's like, people are just picking Tess in Beast games as well. Tess is like so good, which is the canary in the coal mine. Like whenever Tess is really good at a certain point, you messed up. Like mm-hmm. something is wrong. The meta is messed up. Uh, just like how Tess was, if you guys remember really good during the Quillbore meta, uh, everyone was picking Tess uh, and you you steal their Charoga. You stole all of their Quillbores and uh, Tess was insane. Uh, same thing now right like you see tests in these beast games and they dominate they are stupidly good because everyone's going leapfrog
0: yep all right uh so now let's talk about some of the things that they actually buffed and uh, one of the interesting ones is pirates so the first thing they did with pirates is they took away defiant shipwright so first they buffed it and then they took it away, like within the same patch notes, within the same like leaked, uh, not leaked, uh, dat- data data mind entry. So they like considered buffing it, and this is also why. Remember, we're talking about data mind stuff. This is not necessarily final. When the patch comes out on Tuesday, who knows which of these changes make it to the final? Who knows if they add additional changes? We're just going off of these are the developers' ideas at that at this point in time. Um, so, Defy shipwright. Uh, Shipright is is gone, and that was always a, a obviously not good card. Um, that was not good, and instead, South Sea Captain got added back in. Which we'll we'll talk about that, I guess, later. But um, that's that's interesting in its own right, and not necessarily in a good way. Uh, but also, you just have two straight up buffs to some pirates. Gold Grubber is now a 4 4 instead of a 2 2, uh, a starting buff. And uh, Salty Looter, which is one of the keys in a pirate build, or should be one of the keys in the pirate build, is now a 5 health minion. So it's a 4 5 now instead of a 4 health minion.
1: Yeah, look. Uh, they didn't touch Hogger, which is the one thing I need them to address because hogger is just it, <laughs> it, it has so much gravity like it causes so many issues with balancing pirates i don't know why they keep it as in
0: they're not making these big changes like you know what not, i mean like they're just making the they're trying to make their vision happen right because frog happened and that was clearly not their vision because it was a silly stupid vision that you know No reasonable game developer would have uh so now they're trying to see what they can actually like what what, you know they're trying to make what they wanted to do actually happen and clearly what they wanted to do still involved hogger
1: it still involves hogger um and my question is why do you not care about (laughs) mobile gamers (laughs) like you want people to play this on mobile and yet stuff like hogger exists so i'm like why uh, you're just taking away like a certain play style for a, a ton of people who want to enjoy your game and at least play it semi-competitively on mobile, which is not possible. Mm-hmm. Look, so, um, yeah, like Hogger aside,
0: these chain the, 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 the gold grubber and salty looter both needed to be buffed, right?
1: Yeah, this is fine. Like the, the problem is the same thing that we always have. Pure pirates don't really ramp up until you get hogger so look is a little hp buff nice on salty looter is you know plus two plus two stats going to matter sometimes on grubber sure the peggy buff is okay um you can argue whether or not the fact that it is given to another pirate and and not to itself how good that is oh oh, i didn't even
0: Sorry, I didn't even uh, read read, uh, read read that change out because they they put it in a different spot. They did on the, on the list. Okay, so they and they they did they succeeded. Peggy Brittlebone uh, also got buffed uh, from a five three to a six five, and the text now states that the uh, the buff is given to another friendly pirate rather than a random pirate.
1: Yeah, uh, this is. Look, the problem remains. Like you can build this up a little bit, but you're not giving them divine shield. You're not giving Mm. them like a true scaling potential that matches other scaling mechanisms uh, in the mid game. They gotta get Hogger if they want to play pure pirates. Right? Uh, I'm not talking scam pirates. Isn't pirates? I'm saying this for for the umptieth time. Uh, that's a Cadgar Baron build that happens to use pirates. It's not a pirate build. So look, if you want to play pure pirates, you got to get Hogger. It hasn't changed. It just helps you in those like few times in which maybe you tie instead of lose now. Maybe you win instead of mm-hmm. like lose by a tiny bit. You, you know, all these small margins. It's great. You're still super reliant on Hogger. So
0: but it, it's all in the right direction because that's yeah, what pirates right should direction. do. Pirates it's should right be direction. tempo, and pirates was like not tempo enough, and now it's like getting a little more tempo. Yeah, look, but it doesn't change the end game, right? Um, that's what you're saying.
1: It, it doesn't change the end game, and the biggest help to pirates is honestly nerfing the other classes, right? Mm-hmm. Like buffing the class itself doesn't do nearly as much as nerfing the other classes. Uh, be, because um, the other tribes are, are just so stupidly powerful right now that it's not fair to, to pirates. Like, they just can't get, get ramped up. But yeah. um, they just they need to separate from Hogger. Hogger is toxic for them. Like, it's holding so, them back. I want pirates to do well, but they can't. If Hogger keeps on kind of limiting what earlier cards can do, because Hogger is always there with its in, literally infinite potential.
0: Hmm. all right so next up let's talk about elementals one change happened in elementals master of realities which we made fun of a lot um in the last podcast is moved from tier six down to tier five without any adjustment in stats
1: fantastic great i mean i don't give a damn <laughs> <laughs> this is uh um no one plays tier six elementals everyone plays uh you know some domo but a lot of the dazzling, know me, recycling kind of elemental, right? Mm-hmm. Like that—that's the strongest package. Like know um, me with recycling. Uh, you know, you, you can have dazzling elemental in there as well. Like that's—that's that's where the real core, the strength of elementals is. Massive realities is like, sure, great. It's it's there. Um, doesn't really change anything. It, it's it's not it's nice that that it's there i guess but no
0: so do you think like it'll get used in oh, yeah. elementals? I,
1: think, I, I mean it's definitely going to get used mm-hmm. more and sometimes it gets used uh now even like sometimes right um so it'll get used more um uh, but i'm looking for actual game changers here so like stuff that really shifts the the paradigm of what you expect exponentially increases the power of a certain tribe so for example when beasts got rattler right mm-hmm. i'm just like wait you can give your entire board reborn like that that's like the the you know one of the biggest game-changing examples right like wait mm-hmm. wait your tribe just has this ability to get reborn on everything? Like that's really stupid. And it's a um, tribe that
0: works on death battles too.
1: Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> getting reborn and like it's it's really like that that is so game changing, right? Um it's it's also like, for example, um Mechs getting Mecha Roll, right? Mm-hmm. Like Mechs getting Mecha Roll. That is game changing in a way as well. Cause like it, it, it doesn't do anything different because it is still doing Divine Shields but it just builds upon it so well, right? Master of Realities, is it gonna get you kind of like more stats than you're used to? Not really. I mean like elementals are all about like just giant elementals anyways, right? So sometimes you can get like a, a, a decent amount of stats. Um, it's just a big taunt, <laughs> a big taunted thing. It's so easy to counter It doesn't really add anything to what they do it's not like mech that is like yes it's another divine shield but the interactions and the kind of increase in power is so much compared to what mechs could do before Mm -hmm. and that's not
0: the purpose of this patch no it's not not, like they're not trying to do any of this no no no. but like if you just look
1: at the power of elementals before and then Mm -hmm. i'm i'm like introducing master of realities in here then the amount of times that it makes a difference
0: Mm -hmm.
1: added to the kind of stats that it's going to give you. I'm just like, nah. nah, Mm -hmm. And I could be wrong about this. I don't think I am, though.
0: Alright. So, uh, uh, okay. So, uh, just right after that, Murlocs did not change. And we can talk or not talk about that, but a lot of boards did change. So the final tribe to get changes... Are five different cool boar related cards. Prophet of the Boar attack is now three up from two. Road Boar base attack is now two up from one. Bristleback Brute stats are now four four up from three three. Dynamic Duo stats are now four five up from three four. Charagua, Charga, Charga. Char- 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 Char. I don't know why I have so much trouble saying the word. Um, uh, now plays a blood gem on all friendly minions, including itself. So a lot of these changes, if you remember, were actually just undoing nerfs that happened after Quill first came out. And the meta was not ready for Quill and Quill dominated. So now after all the big changes and all the other tribes got, you know, updated... It seems like they're orig- they're trying to restore their original vision for QuoBors at the original power level.
1: Yep. That's where we are with the power creep. They effectively unnerfed all of the QuoBors and say, "Well, you know, this is where we're at right now. We can just bring you back to what you were before and it should be fine." And I agree. It should be fine. QuoBors right now are not good. Like solo yeah, or mono quill They're not powerful enough. They don't have uh, just, they just don't have enough. Um, and it's kind of unfortunate, but this is, this is good. This brings them back. But once again, the most important thing is, uh, y- you know, the, 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 evil witch is dead. And by which I mean the frogs uh, and uh, doomsayer, not, 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 not even just like demons. This doomsayer it's doomsayer mm-hmm. is really stupid. So that's gone frogs are are gone and now there's a chance there's a chance for cool boars
0: like one of the things that uh, that was so dominant about the frogs and the demons is that they kick in in that early mid game stage and then you just don't let go of them so that opens up that entire area of the game for other tribes and the tribes that are supposed to dominate that area of the game are pirates and cool boars So, with these buffs uh, coming in, and the evacuation of two tribes that honestly should not have... I mean, you know, so demons should dominate that area too. But you're just going to see less people going demons because of the changes. Um, It really opens up what these other tribes could potentially do. So, I think these cool board changes are pretty big. Like, they're going to have an impact on the meta.
1: Well, we'll see how it works out. Look, uh, I... I played a decent amount of bgs and then i stopped i just like full-on stopped because i couldn't handle it anymore as well and i know a lot of people where this is their job um it was also getting definitely a little bit tiring definitely a little bit frustrating because you had games in which you either didn't go frogs but you were really powerful with something else and you just died to frogs and that is frustrating uh or you went frogs but someone frogged a little bit better or because of the slight rng that can happen or actually pretty major rng that can happen in the frog mid game so you don't have everything perfectly constructed you maybe didn't or weren't able to taunt up your frog your baron is a little bit vulnerable uh your rat you know like may not be like kind of perfectly positioned you hit the wrong death rattle etc etc you may be the superior frog player at that point but because of the way the hits go uh and you guys should know how frog battles go um when the hits go poorly you can lose by a lot as in you just get completely chunked so that's a very frustrating part about the meta it's like you die to frogs when you don't go frogs. When you are frogs, in that mid-game, when you don't have the perfect taunts, when you don't have the perfect units, you can just get imperfect hits, and you take a butt-ton of damage, and then you die. That's, that's like, really, really infuriating. So, this is all going to change. I'm looking forward to seeing what happens. I think a lot of people are looking forward to it. If nothing else, Wizard um, is reinforcing the fact that they care about bgs a lot more than they ever cared about arena uh, and bgs they want to make sure that people at least know that they are open to changes and then with like mercenaries coming out as well um i'm i'm sure that you know they're, they're going to be looking at these two game modes very you know, mm-hmm. like under a microscope. Online. I mean,
0: I'm not saying that Blizzard doesn't care about BGs, but th- this is not evidence that they care about BGs a lot. This is stuff that had to be done, right? Like the evidence that they care about BGs was in the the actual patch that added all these, like the original yeah. changes that caused all the problems. Now they're just fixing the problems because the problems didn't like the problems broke the game, um, and now they're fixing them we knew this was gonna happen and actually frankly it, it, it took them longer than i thought it would take to actually get this patch out um but uh, uh that may also be because of uh because of some maybe technical reasons um that we don't know because even now when they know what they know what patch it they want to do and they still couldn't get it out in like a day or two which sometimes they can with patches and this one it seems like it, it takes a little longer from when the devs are like, "All right, we're final on this," to when they think it's reasonable to be able to push the patch out. Um, okay, so these aren't all the changes they got data mined. These are just the minion changes. There are two hero changes they also got data mined hitting the uh, the top heroes. Um, so Shudderwalk now costs two mana to use its hero power rather than zero mana. So they're going to be set back four mana altogether to complete the use of their hero power. And Gale Wing now reduces the cost of your next Tavern Tier upgrade by 5. So, um, instead of, in 5 turns, upgrades your Tavern Tier. X left, it now says, in 5 turns, your next Tavern Tier upgrade costs 5 less.
1: Yep. Uh, so, look. These are big changes. Like, <laughs> making Shutterlocks Hero Power costs 2 uh means that if you understand how the game goes right now uh and the way that shutterwalk can greed a lot of times what shutterwalk does is they they are just one turn away from dying and then they pop off and get that minimum four maybe like five or even six triples and then uh you know it, by triples i mean six drops and then they kind of dominate in tempo for like at least the next two to three turns and then they can level. They can do whatever they want. That makes it really tough. That like having, there are times I'm thinking back on like the Shutterwalk games that I've I have played and the Shutterwalk games that I have seen. Is it still possible for them to get extraordinarily lucky, be able to pay that mana? Like you have to pay it once, kind of going up. And then you mm-hmm. have to pay it, like, another time, basically, on that mm-hmm. turn, probably. Um, it is possible. Like, sort of. But the the margin of error, or, like, the room to do it is almost impossible now. It, it, it's just not there for you to spend mm-hmm. four mana and then pop off. It requires an, ex- an extraordinary amount of luck. So, you... Just have to play Shutterwalk differently now. I'm curious to see where Shutterwalk end, ends up because the reason Shutterwalk is so strong is because of that greed into all these six drops, uh, an insane amount of tempo that just gives you all of the space. And if you're if you now need to spend four mana for it, um, you can't consistently do that one turn anymore. So. Mm. Um, it's just going to be more like a normal hero and not one where it's just, like, it's getting beat up, beat up, beat up, beat up. I kill everyone. Like yep. I, yeah. So, uh, we'll see. And from yeah. game... Like
0: they're, they're changing Shutterwalk to the way it was meant to be. It was yeah. never meant to function the way everybody was doing it, even though I kind of predictable that that's how you would min max uh, the hero but adding this it and they didn't go like halfway to it it's not even even if they added it to be one mana there would have been some effect but they were like we just don't want you to do this anymore like this kind of play
1: So well, yeah it's it's pretty toxic right and mm-hmm. i think we all have experience if you play enough you face the shutter walk right after they get all those six drops and you're just hoping that no one has died yet because if no one has died yet that means you can only take 15 max and hopefully Mm. you're you're like 16 you know and and above but if someone has died you can legitimately take like 25 30 damage on that turn and you're just really mad there was nothing you could do you know you leveled up fairly quote unquote and you just face shutterwalk on that turn that they completely popped off and it's really stupid it's like really really stupid Hmm. all right um with gale wing as well this is huge so there are a couple of ways to play gale wing i think we all know the the first curve that was popularized with uh gale wing is the three five three curve um i talked on other podcasts about the uh, five three three curve uh but this just changes a lot of things not leveling like not tearing you up automatically, and only reducing the next tavern tier by five. This changes a lot because before you were getting a huge uh, like net gain in gold because like leveling from five to six, uh, or, or sorry, like like four, yeah, five to six uh, potentially, or four to five if you took the uh, the five three three curve um that was that was a you know a a huge gain in gold and now you still have to spend more gold margins are thin like this is one of the things we keep talking about like margins are razor thin in bgs the difference between you popping off and you just getting steamrolled in the next battle and dying and never getting that chance is very very small nowadays with the power so i don't know i have to think about gale wing more in terms of what is the curve now like what is what are the options if there are equally good options or maybe there's just one good option now i'm not sure but this eliminates kind of like the current ways to play gale wing um in in an effective manner so at the very least it will make it a little bit worse but i'm i'm leaving it to like the more experienced bg players to tell me like is there something i'm not seeing? is there like some sort of new curve that potentially saves this. Mm-hmm. It's really tough. I don't see it currently. Because with the current curves right now, it's already it, you, you're already cutting it pretty close. There's a reason Gale Wing is not like uh as dominant as it was before they did this like 2.0 patch. Let me see where Gale Wing is right now. Gale Wing is the seventh hero. Mm-hmm. That's where Gale Wing is. It's like good like you're you're happy enough to take gale wing right now but you're you're just like okay well you know i, I got a generally good hero so nerfing gale wing by this much uh it, it's gonna hurt a ton
0: yep all right well that's all the BG changes that we know. Once again, these are data mind changes. They may not make the final cut on Tuesday, but in the times that Blizzard's done this before and we've gotten data mind changes, they've all they've all made it through. Sometimes there's like one that doesn't make it through. Sometimes there's one or two additional changes, but these are it's a pretty good indication of what they're going to do. Uh, which is why we talk about it. We wouldn't talk about it if it was like a leak, even if it was like kind of trustworthy, but these are data mine, meaning they're literally in the game that Blizzard has like patched. Uh, they're just not active yet. So uh, I think that's it for our podcast this week. Um, next week, we are probably going to talk a lot about Diablo 2 because Diablo 2 is coming out on Thursday. Diablo 2 Resurrected, you guys should all get it, um, especially if you haven't played Diablo 2, because if you have played Diablo 2, I'm sure you are already wanting to get it, despite the ridiculous price tag Blizzard decided to put on this. Uh, it um, It's just going to be fun to kind of get into Battle.net, and I hope there's a lot of people that, uh, that will be doing it and will be at least staying with the game for a period of time, because honestly, we're in, we're in a, a bit of a dead zone for Blizzard games. Like, Overwatch 2 is not just around the corner. There will be quite some time. Diablo 4 is God knows when it's coming out. Uh, we haven't even heard any rumblings about the next StarCraft. So uh B- Blizzard's got some gaps to fill. Um Diablo Immortal has even been delayed until next year. And I think Diablo 2 is supposed to fill this uh this gap. So hopefully players uh really take to it. And uh this will also be the first release uh after the uh, Blizzard scandals. Uh, so it'll also be interesting to uh, to see how like how successful this is compared to what they expect and what whether there's you know significant impact at all from uh uh from from the lawsuit onto people's nostalgia for blizzard games and or people's uh feelings about supporting blizzard uh going forward so this is all it's all going to be very interesting Uh, we said it before we're going to still play blizzard games and we are looking forward to diablo 2. um if you're watching us like live on twitch We will not be streaming Thursday night, but on Friday night's normal stream, that's when we're going to start streaming Diablo 2, and we will probably spend at least one entire week streaming it, uh, rather than Hearthstone, besides the Sunday stream. Yeah, Uh, you can
1: come hang out in my streams, where I'll actually talk to you guys. For your stream, I have no idea what they're going to be
0: doing. What do we for my stream? We're going to be streaming together or like you uh-huh. you're, you're going to be streaming. I'm just going to like be there. You're just going to be there. I'm just going to okay. be there, right? Like I'm I'm going to they can look at your screen. I don't need them to to be looking at, at my screen. Uh but uh but yeah, we'll uh it'll be fun. It'll be fun because we're huge. Like we have played we literally played Untwink, players 8 Diablo 2 like as late as I don't know like 2008 or like 2010 and merp still plays diablo i
1: still play diablo 2 to this day as in sometimes i'll just get on my pluggy file and do a few runs and my pluggy file is comprehensive that's gonna be the word i'll use so for those of you guys who actually know these things like i have self-found enigma i have like four griffins um like i've made uh infinities like i i've created like i i've played my file like way 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 too much so diablo 2 this coming out i don't even need to remind myself of anything i know almost like everything there is to know about the game i'm pretty sure uh so i'm just excited to be jumping back in Mm -hmm. Uh, for you though
0: yeah, I, I already I already did my research. I dropped about six hours over the course of last week onto wow, reviewing okay. the mechanics okay. and the bills and all the blah 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 stuff. I don't know like the items, uh, the end game items yet, but I probably won't need to for a while because we're you know poor in the beginning. Uh, so it'll be exciting. I'll be a, a poison Javazon, obviously, uh, but also with lightning fury.
1: Yeah, poison Javazon is not going to get you that far.
0: Hey, I mean, Poison Javazon's is going to get me pretty far.
1: I mean, it's in terms a, of... Because with Softcore, I, I don't... Like, if you care about speed, if you care about all of that, um, no. like it's, Yeah, it's
0: Poison Javazon's one of is uh, one of the best... Uh, I mean, you know, with Lightning Fury. I I don't mean, like, just Poison Javazon. Because you don't need all the points in, uh, in the Lightning skills. Lightning Fury only gets a 20% synergy for 20 points. So... It's you really don't need no, to fully synergize. You still, synergize w- that you still
1: up. want all of those points. <laughs> no, you don't
0: really need all those points. Um,
1: also, Charge Strike is like amazing.
0: Yes, so I would also have Charge Strike because there's only two poison skills. I
1: don't know. And why Charge Strike
0: is amazing poison. enough that it also does not need all the synergies because it's literally taking advantage of a bug. That's a story for another time about whether Blizzard will do any kind of balancing with this game. Um, Alright. I think that's it for today. Uh, Thank you guys so much for listening. Shout out to our Patreons at patreon.com slash grinninggoat. Uh, We will give the individual shout outs next week. And um, that's uh, that's it from us. Until next week, this is Zadwikta.
1: This is Merp. guys. <laughs>